Welcome to episode 11 of Coffee with Braz, brought to you by Victorian Responsible Gambling Foundation, Love the Game. This week, we'll be talking to one of my fiercest teammates, Khalifa McCollin. Meet Khalifa McCollin, the scary one of our team. Now, when I say scary, I mean it. All you have to do is look at her game day face and you know what I mean. This girl is here to play and when she plays, she means business. Khalifa is a player you love to have on your team because you know she will do anything that the team needs to get the win. Meet my fierce teammate, Khalifa McCollin. Welcome to Coffee with Raz Khalifa. Thanks for having me. Uh, First of all, what's your coffee order? So I don't really drink coffee, um, but I'm having hot chocolate. Why the hot chocolate? And why not coffee? Because like <laughs> coffee for me is like gets me through the day. It's social. It's just the thing to do. See, coffee really isn't a thing in Trinidad and Tobago. So um, yeah, we will definitely go hot chocolate over coffee. Yeah, is tea a thing? Yeah, we love tea. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just go in the yard, pick up some any bush, and make tea out of it. I think. Yeah. Oh, so you make tea from scratch? Yeah. It's not like out of a tea bag. No. So we have tea bags. Talk but, to me. You know, you can go in your garden. And your granny might say, you know, yeah, you could use that bush for something or you could use this bush for something. And yeah, we just do that. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your favorite bush? Don't to- have a favorite because I don't like it. <laughs> oh, you don't like it? That- <laughs> no. You'll just do hot yeah, chocolate. Yeah, hot chocolate and traditional tea bags. That's it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I know you, you told me before, but you like coffee ice cream. Yeah, I love coffee ice cream. So Hagen does has like a tiramisu ice cream. So that's yeah. coffee based. And that's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. But no coffee. No coffee. No coffee no milkshakes. No, never. No. <laughs> Do you like chocolate ice cream? Um, not really. See, that's you're a weedo. No. I always knew you're a weedo. I don't like chocolate. It's to the bottom of my list. Yeah. Not a fish choice. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Um, I wanted to talk about your family first because I did a bit of research mm-hmm. and I already love the family dynamic because they seem to love netball. Yeah, yeah. And they get netball because <laughs> your mum played it, your mm-hmm. dad played it, mm-hmm. and your dad just didn't play it, but he was the captain of the Trinidad and Tobago team. Yeah, so he was the captain of the men's national team. Um, my mom, she played like um, age group nationals and she was also um, the national coach at one time. Um, this year she was coaching the national on the 21s, but of course their tournament got cancelled. So yeah, it's just a big netball family. <laughs> and how do you go with that? Because from my experience, like both mum and dad played netball, my wife plays netball. And <laughs> when I finish netball and I get into the car, Brooke's like, please, can we talk about the game? <laughs> and I'm like, no, like I don't even want to talk about it. And like we've come to an arrangement that I argue Brooke five minutes oh. and I literally check my watch and it's five minutes and I'm like, okay, 10 seconds. Like this is... But do you, do you love that about your family? Can you talk netball about them or do you get to a point where you're like, all right, we're good here? Well, even if I get to that point, they still go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no arrangement in place. We talk about netball morning, noon and night. Yeah. So um, let's say, for instance, Saturday, they were texting during the game. Like, I can't even respond to that. <laughs> you know, um, after At this the time, game. this is what you Yeah, mean. exactly. You know, um, they were trying to call me. I'm like, well... You know, I'm on court side, so I can't really yeah. answer that. <laughs> but yeah, um, they really get involved. They get behind me wherever I am. And um, they're just really supportive, I think, and just want to see me do well. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and what, like, if they're watching it live, what's the time difference? Um, probably like 16 hours. 
So we played at seven and um it was five o'clock like 5 a.m back yeah. home so they were like up ready to go they were even yeah. like watching the games before so, so lord, they just yeah <laughs> so lord knows how like how late they were up and like they didn't get any sleep so i was like damn that's yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> well tell, tell me what it was like growing up in trinidad and tobago because i've got no idea what it's like like we've mm. had our conversations like what it's like but i still don't really understand like what tell everyone what it's like to live there um so in Trinidad and Tobago I think we're heavily rooted in our culture um so uh, we have this massive um event called carnival which is um like probably the biggest event in Trinidad and Tobago um people from all over the world attend it's like just a celebration you know just a celebration for life um but yeah people wear these costumes and they go out on the streets and just have a grand time so um, that was really big for me growing up. Um, and um, So it's just celebrating life. Yeah, um, so there's, a, there's history behind that. Yeah. Um, we weren't really taught the history. We just know big celebration, big party, party yeah. have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Last good. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, and then, um, you know, we love sports as well. So I was involved in so many sports growing up. Um, only thing I didn't do is um, tennis. Um, but yeah, I was involved in volleyball, basketball, track and field. Um, I probably only won medals in track because I was athletic, but, um, (laughs) yeah, karate, dance. Yeah. Yeah. My parents just like pushed me in everything and I just, I guess, chose netball eventually. (laughs) Yeah. And what island did you live on? Um, I lived on Trinidad. I lived in Trinidad. Yeah. Which is Um, the city. Yeah, so Trinidad is like the bigger island of the two. Yeah. Um, you can take like a boat which will take you like two hours to get to Tobago or you could hop on a plane, take you like 15 to 30 minutes. So yeah, um, Tobago is like, just like simple, just cool, casual. If you just want to go relax, go to Tobago. If you want to party. That's where I would live pretty much. (laughs) And the beaches are better in Tobago. Yeah. Um, If you want to party, have a great night, Trinidad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So either laid back or party central is pretty much the vibe I'm getting right here. Yeah. No, that's unreal. I, and it, <laughs> to be honest, like, I'm just going to go back to, to your parents mm-hmm. because I grew up watching my parents, both mum and dad, play netball. And I mm-hmm. thought it was unbelievable. And they just played for like our, like a local team. Like it's a bit of fun. And dad, like they both played mix. But the fact that you grew up watching your mum play and coach, like at such a high level mm-hmm. and your dad captain the highest level mm-hmm. he could make. Like, do you put any of that down to your netball career? Um, absolutely. I think what was great for me, like I always wanted to play, like my mom doesn't know this, but I always wanted to play like netball with my mom. And, um, luckily I got to have that experience, um, with our club team because, you know, one of our shooters was missing and, and, and she was like, you know what, give me a uniform. She popped the uniform on and she was that goal shooter. I was that goal attack. And it was just like, so amazing to like see her in action and just, you know, partner with her in that circle. Um, she was like taking shots from ev- anywhere, <laughs> and you know they were just like slotting and like swish, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's my, my mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like really good to see. I think you know, just having both of them there, and you know, just them involved in the sport. Um, my dad, he's a defender, so um, that comes in handy. Um, you know, we get very competitive if he's playing against me. He's like, nope, you're not gonna get that next ball. You're not gonna get that next one. I'm like, I'll show you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just love it. Yeah, and, and you started playing netball pretty young. Like yeah. You started at the age of six. Yeah. Uh, like most six-year-olds in Australia, when they start playing netball, they go through a program called Net Set Go. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you've heard of mm-hmm. that. And you 
you don't even really play the game. It's just like skill based and it's just, you know, you're hanging out with mates and it's more just like I'd put my kid in it just so they get coordinated <laughs> where you as a six-year-old rock up and start playing against teenagers. Yeah. So I, I was already like involved, involved in that ball at six. I think like growing up, probably when I was like four, I would just be at the sidelines looking on, just looking at everybody. And, um, you know, I think you don't pay as much attention to a four-year-old at the sidelines, but really and truly they're like picking things up as they go along. So I guess like my parents just like put me on just to see what I can do. And I guess they were probably surprised that, you know, like how much I probably learned by just looking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we didn't have like a, a young team, like a team that age. So I had to play with the teenagers. They hated me, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're probably beating them. <laughs> you know, um, I think um, they, they started like not passing the ball to me at one point. So I would just like sit down in the middle of the court when I didn't get my way. I was like, nope. Not having this. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, can was... still, I can actually see you doing that now with yeah. us. I'm not going to throw you the ball just to see if you sit down. <laughs> but um, my start in position was wing defense. Um, oh, I knew we were good friends. <laughs> I took that very seriously. Like I was all up on the wing attack. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say explain with teenagers. I think that was like a massive thing for me. And give me, what is your favorite position? Because like you're a goal an hour. You wing defense back then. See, I like goal defense. Like, yeah. I really I'll, like I'm goal with you defense. On that. Yeah. I reckon it's one of the best positions. Yeah, I think, like, I love shooting. I love, like, creating plays and things like that. But, like, as a defender, you could read that game and, like, go for a big in- intercept, like, play team defense. Like, I just I just love defense, I think. Um, but you can tell that in your game, like, yeah. being a goal, like, you're a defensive goal attack, which is pretty rare. Yeah, like, I just... And as a defender, for me, if a goal attack gets an intercept... Like, I just get so pumped, one, because I don't have to do my job. You've done it for me. But two, like, it's so rare that you see attackers actually get intercepts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, my age group competition, so we have this, like, Caribbean tournament, under-16 tournament. I remember we were playing against um, St. Lucia, and we were losing by, like, a couple goals. And I went to the coach, and I was like, listen, um, put me on as, <laughs> as goalie fans. Or I'll sit down. <laughs> <laughs> right, put me on. If it doesn't work... It's fine. Like, just just take me off. But just just try it. Just try it. Like, I really want to do it. And I went out there and I was like getting balls, getting intercepts. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, alive. <laughs> you know, we ended up winning the game. And I was like so happy about it because, you know, of course, I'm a shooter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was brave for me to just like go to the coach and, you know, just good for her to trust me yeah. to actually like make Back that change. In. Yeah, I, I think, think that was real good. I think that's pretty important, though. Like, it's rare that. I think an athlete will actually go up to a coach and say that. Mm-hmm. But I think backing a player in and if they're confident enough to do it, I think you got to do it. You, yeah, as absolutely. a coach, I would do it because I'm like, well, if they're backing themselves in, mm-hmm. I feel like anything could happen here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so starting as a six-year-old, when did netball then get serious? Because you've travelled the world. Like mm-hmm. at what stage of your life did you go, this could be my career? Um, Probably when I was like 17. So that was when I... um Still at school? At that stage or? Yeah, like just leaving school then. Yeah. Um, so I made the under 21s at 17. And um, there of was course oppor- you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was an opportunity to like, um, you know, go trial for the seniors. And I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. But um, during our under 21 tournament, um, there were people looking on and they offered me a contract to play in the UK. Now I called my mom and I was like, yeah, like this happened. And she was like, no, 
not gonna happen. I'm not sending my only child to mm. the UK by herself to play any netball. At 17. Yeah. I agree. You know, and I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And at that time, um, you know, we weren't familiar with like um like the leagues and, and things like that. So it was just like unknown territory, mm. like what am I sending my kid there to do? So um I was really upset about it. But something we say back home is like what misses you won't ever pass you, so you'll always come back. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's really cool. So I managed to, you know, get to senior training. Um, the coach immediately, like, shoved me to center and wing attack. And I was like, well, that's not my position. So I went to him and I was like, listen, um, you know, in a respectful way, I was like, I prefer you drop me as a as a goaler than you select me as a, a mid-court player. Like, that is definitely mm. not my position. Fair enough. Managed to, to make the senior team. Um, my first door was to South Africa. Um, that time you had like Carla playing there, Pumza playing there. Yeah. Um, that was massive for me. Um, it's massive for anyone. Yeah. Especially playing against players like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So I debuted and I had a really, really good debut. And um, after that, the year after that was Commonwealth Games. And um, I was like, you know what? Like that, that time we ended up like seeing, like watching a whole lot of netball. So we started um, getting involved with the leagues. And I was like, well... You know, maybe that could be me. Like, maybe I could get an opportunity out there. Played Commonwealth Games, played World Cup, and that's when I got, got my first call. And I was like, yeah, yeah like, this this, this is it. <laughs> I love that you talk about, like, just saying, like, oh, yeah, I started coming serious when I was 17, and then I played Com Games and World Cup. Like, <laughs> playing Com Games and World Cup, like, that is, like, the pinnacle of being a netballer. And you're like, yeah, it came, like, it was pretty serious after that. Like, no, you, you playing World Cup. Yeah. And com games <laughs> is massive, like, yeah, huge. I think like I don't, I don't know. Maybe I always want more. Yeah, I love so that. It's that's like, good, yeah, that's yeah. good. But I want something else. Yeah, yeah. that's great. I want more. You yeah. know, I'm here, but I want more. <laughs> yeah. And so you're f- when it um so you played your com games, you played World Cup, mm-hmm. and then was it England that you first went to? Yeah. Celtic yeah. Dragons. Yeah. So went to Dragons. Um, the coach at that time was Trish. Just recently, I tweeted about her, yeah. and I was like, "I'm so What'd thankful." What you tweet about? I was like, "I'm thankful for you know for her giving me that start," um, because I was quite young, you know, a fresh fresh out of World Cup, fresh out of under twenty one. It's like you know, you're just picking this girl up, yeah. <laughs> um, not knowing much about her. But yeah, she gave me that start, and she was like really behind me. I think like really really supportive. She taught me a whole lot. So, yeah, just really grateful for that opportunity, I think. Yeah. And what was it like um, going from Trinidad and Tobago, uh, living in England? I think my first year was very difficult. Like, I would sit in my room and cry. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, I'm away from my family. It's massive. Yeah. But um, good enough, my parents came over. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, they were they were the life of the party there. Like, the crowd in, in Wales... Um, you know, casual with clap now and then. My parents got there and they were starting a party. Like they were screaming. They had the crowd going, like pumping everybody up. And that meant so much to me. Like, you know, just having your family over. Like that was, that was, that was so great. Um, So you lived in Wales? Yeah, lived in Wales. What's it like there? Rainy. Yeah, cold? (laughs) Very cold. Um, But I loved it. I think the girls and I had a, like, we were like family. Yeah. And we still have a great friendship. Like, I wish I could travel now, see them. Yeah. But we talk all the time. We keep in contact. So, yeah, yeah. it's really and nice. So what did you, as a player, what did you get from that? Like, because I'm going to ask you about every different mm-hmm. country you've played in. But is there anything that you took from the way they play netball into your game? 
Um, hmm. So I think it was good coming up against like the English players because they have their own style of yeah, of very netball. different style. Yeah, I think for me, like it was always a challenge every week. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm coming up against somebody like Ebony. Ebony is like a massive structure. Like everybody knows Ebony. Beckford Chambers. Uh, um, Eustora Brown. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. She used to be Beckford Chambers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah. played with her at Fever. Oh yeah. 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 She's so, a um, unit. Yeah. She's absolutely. <laughs> a very good player. As and well. my thing was always like conquer ebony this week yeah. <laughs> you know so um, after coming off of my first year i was like no definitely didn't do that so you know like every year that was it for me you know just being able to like it was just i don't know i would just like write things down in a book and just tick off the defenders i thought well yeah i had the upper hand this time you know yeah. and i think like um after my third year in the uk when i like i describe it as like me floating through the the competition like i felt like i needed to to get out and challenge myself a bit more yeah. because I was getting accustomed to the style that they would play. I was getting accustomed to the players. So I was like, okay. You You're very a, comfortable. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you need to challenge yourself a little bit more. Yeah. And was that when you moved to New Zealand? Yeah. So three years in Wales. Mm -hmm. And yeah. yeah. And did you change teams or were you always with the Dragons? Yeah. So I moved from Dragons to Mavericks and then yeah. back to Dragons okay. in my third year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then New Zealand. Then New Zealand. How did that? How did that happen? Did you get a <laughs> phone call, or did you have to apply to go Facebook? <laughs> Facebook. It's a great story. It's kind of <laughs> like Tinder. <laughs> Swiping what player you want. Yeah. So um, yeah, got a message. Um, and it was like, you know, um, could you send your number? Just want to talk to you about an opportunity. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, no problem. Um, got a call from the coach, and I was like, yep. Yeah. Didn't even think twice. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can have me. Take yeah. me. <laughs> And yeah, um, got there and um, it was pretty intense yeah. for the, the first time. Like Massive step up. Yeah, mm. big time. And who'd you play for? Uh, Southern Steel. Yeah. So Who, like, I'm not sure now, but mm -hmm. when we were playing, we were a pretty successful side. Mm -hmm. So last year wasn't too great. Yeah. Um, But as I said, like the training was a massive step up. Like we would yeah. train every day. And that's the big difference between the English league and you know, you guys and the ANZ. Um, the English League, you don't really train every day, don't put in as much hours, mm -hmm. but got to New Zealand and it was like every day, full on intense training. And I was like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Yeah, <laughs> but, this is different. <laughs> yeah, but I just love challenging myself. Like I remember we would like run so much. It was like so much running. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Pre just pre-season or even yeah, through the season? Pre -season yeah, pre-season, during the season. <laughs> Non-stop running. Yeah. You could have played centre. <laughs> but um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I think the New Zealand League is quite physical and yeah. that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. It was like really, really physical and that's something that they would teach you to put into your game. Yeah. So um, I came up against people like Jane, Temelisi and I was like, yeah. Definitely looking forward to yeah. this challenge, week in, week out. So yeah. And so you like so you reckon you learnt being a bit physical from them? Yeah, yeah. How'd you find playing against like the zone or doing the zone? Because like New Zealand for us, like whenever mm -hmm. Australia play in New Zealand, like you know you're gonna come up against the mm -hmm. best zone in the world. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing, like every single team that we would come up against did the same zone that we were doing. Yeah. So, so, so that I was think, easier. Yeah, it that's was nice. a lot easier to um, you know, just adjust to just adjust your play to, you know, yeah. like... Because you got to train against it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think something that they do often is like body up. 
So yeah. you meet the body and you go again. And that's that was just us like learning to get through that zone and play that short ball. So yeah. um yeah. Yeah. And like one one thing I love about you is um and I'm talking about imports, right? Because yeah. we've got Shimmy, we've got Jody, both you just love to sleep. <laughs> Where like you ask them what do they get up to and and they've, they've all slept all day. Um, but then I ask you, like, oh, how you been? And like, you're out and about in Melbourne, you're out and, out and doing this. We, did you check out New Zealand? Because like New Zealand is a place I would love to live. I find New Zealand incredible. I think it's the most beautiful country in the world. Did you get out and see any cool places? Yeah. So, um, so luckily I had a car then, um, was able to drive to Queenstown and explore a bit. Um, what did we do? We and you're adventurous. Did you yeah. did you do anything? Did you do um, anything so cool in Queenstown? Unfortunately, it was during COVID. Yeah. So oh, they had like human. yeah some of the places that we wanted to go to. So we wanted to go to like the ice factory. Couldn't do that. Um. So we got to do like indoor skydiving, yeah. which was like more or less like you know I want to skydive. So have you skydived? No. So you maybe play. for my birthday this year, July 18th. You know, we have a game on the 17th, on the 18th. I'll be out there. Richo, Richo, ignore this because <laughs> I will make sure she won't. Philippa, we would definitely be going skydiving. But Richo, we definitely won't be doing it. Like, I know it's in the contract. But, um, but yeah. No, that's cool. Well, you mm-hmm. have to skydive. I've done mm-hmm. it twice and it's the best feeling mm. ever. Have you bungeed before? No. I don't want to do that. You can do that by yourself. Really? You yes. I don't have, like, I don't know why I'm okay jumping out of a plane but not <laughs> off a bridge. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, yeah, the skydive for me, that the free fall is just, like, the best feeling. Yeah, yeah. But we definitely need to do that. <laughs> you talked about COVID. So you, I didn't realise you were in New Zealand during COVID. Yeah, yeah. So um, the league started. We played our first match. And then, like, the week after, it was, like, kind of uncertain about things. Yeah. And then we got this message, like, we're going into lockdown, so... We're not sure what the league is going to look like. Um, so they were like, you know what? We're going to still train at home. So it was kind of hard, like, training by yourself. Yeah. You know, at some point you got, like, tired of it. Like, you miss your teammates. You miss just being around everybody. So we were in lockdown for about, like, six weeks. Yeah. And then we were able to go back out to training. But we had to be, like, two feet, sit two feet apart from each other, even though we were, like, rubbing on each other on the court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Sit two feet apart from each other and the competition resumed. But we all play, like, so we would travel and play in one place and then go home. Yeah. Um, it had a spike again. Competition ended. We didn't get to play, like, playoffs or didn't, anything. You guys didn't play have a grand final? <laughs> No, so I the have grand been living final, under a rock because the grand I didn't final know that. played, but the other games like third and fourth, and oh, okay. they didn't play. Yeah. So, yeah, spewing. <laughs> and so after that, did you just go home? So I couldn't get home. Yeah. Um, I had to like travel to Barbados. I spent like two months in Barbados before I was able to like go home. And was COVID there? Um, no. So, so they had like no yeah. no cases. I was like on boat rides. I was at the beach. <laughs> You're living the life <laughs> up while we were all stuck in houses. I was having a grand time in Barbados. Yeah. And as soon as I left, there was a spike in Barbados. And I was like, oh, messed yeah. up on that. <laughs> yeah. And what about home? So then you obviously got home after the two months. Yeah. So home wasn't too bad. I mean, there were cases, but the place was like a little bit, um, it was open. Yeah. Um, but now at the moment, like there was a spike, like right after Easter. Yeah. So the place is back into lockdown now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while you were there, Richo, I remember, came in one day and was like, oh, Khalifa's training 
and she's pulling out the goalpost and yeah. um, was <laughs> like, obviously I think she was stoked because your parents had that, I guess, intel about netball and mm-hmm. um, their high performance. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was happy that they could coach you. What was it like going back from like three years in England, stint in New Zealand, and now I'm back where my parents are coaching me <laughs> so I can play for Collingwood? Now, what was that like? <laughs> um, it was all right. Um, my dad would be on my... But every morning he's like, get up, get up, time to go, time to go outside. And I'm like, oh, can I just have Were a... you ever like, no, dad? Yeah, I was like, like not today, please. Just <laughs> just give me some time. And he'll be like, nope, come on. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, really? But um, <laughs> it can be annoying sometimes. But I think it's good that they're like always behind me and a bit nagging. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, sometimes you could get a bit complacent. Like, oh, just give me a break. Yeah. But um, yeah, they were always on me to like, just get up, just get it done. And yeah, yeah you could just have the rest of the day to do whatever. <laughs> I really hope COVID ends so they can come here and I can meet them because oh, they sound goodness. like amazing like, people. My parents are amazing. Like, I think if it wasn't for COVID, like they would be here. Just yeah, just everywhere magpies go, they'll be. <laughs> yeah. And how do you go like being away from them now? Like obviously the first shoot was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, now being away, like it's, you, you know now what it's like to be yeah. away, but it's still hard. Are you, how are you going with that? Yeah, it's still hard. I think like when we had our dress presentation mm. and they sent that video, I was, I was tearing up. Like, I cried. I, <laughs> they were awesome. I was like, oh, just, just suck it back in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, um, it's still quite hard because we live together. I live with my parents and like my parents are my everything. Yeah. So, um, it's still quite hard. But um, I speak to them all the time. So yeah. like every time I'm on my phone talking to my parents, I'll call them probably three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at least we get to connect through like social media and stuff. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, going to go back to your comment about like World Cup and Com Games mm-hmm. and like you only started after that. It blows <laughs> my mind. But um, I've never been to either one. Oh. So what is your favorite? Because Com Games is obviously next year. World Cups are mm-hmm. following you. If you could only go to one. Which one would it be? Whoa. I'll go with Com Games. Yeah. And why is that? Well, I think Com Games, you get more like, it's a lot more chilled, right? Even though it's competitive, you get to like mingle with people. You get to actually like socialize versus Mm -hmm. like World Cup, you're like focused on like really, really focused on like actually winning and doing stuff. Even though, you know, Com Games is the same thing. You want to win. But like you get to interact with people from different sports, from different countries and you just make new friends, you know. And that's what like every person I talk to about going to Com Games, they always talk about, like you just said, meeting other athletes, (laughs) going to watch other sports um, and pretty much it just being a big party. Yeah. So (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Sounds awesome. I remember like um, I think it was like the netball final or something like that. I think Jamaica was playing probably semifinals for Com Games 2014 and Usain Bolt walked in and the camera just shifted from the game to Usain and everybody was like up and screaming like, hey, it's Usain. Yeah. <laughs> it was just really... How cool that he came to watch netball. <laughs> yeah, it was like really, really cool, you know, you just like, you know, and he would just be passing by in the village and just like, you know, just cool with everybody. you like, you see this guy on TV, he's like winning medals, winning gold medals. I was like, oh my God, yeah. superstar. Yeah. And then he's just like walking about freely like, eh, yeah, yeah. Just like a normal guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's just like real chill, like just yeah. <laughs> I love that about Com Games. Yeah. And a player that you played with and who currently plays in SSN and dominating, like, so Sam Wallace, one of my favorite players. <laughs> um, I just think she's not just a good player, but what I know of her seems like a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Um, what's she like to play with? 
Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> so Sam and I have been playing since we were like, what, 12, maybe? Yeah. yeah See, that's, so. And now you're both in Australia. Like, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. So um, I think we have, like, a really good connection on court. Um, Sam, as you said, like, is a beautiful person, like, off court as well. Like, very, very genuine person, very raw, very real. Um, but, yeah, just an awesome player to play with. I think, like, I could, I could close my eyes and feed a ball into Sam and know that she's going to get that ball. Like she's going to do anything she can to yeah. get that ball, you know? Um, yeah. Like we just have that unspoken connection. Like we just mm. at that place. Like we've been playing together for just trust. For, yeah. For so long. Like um, just recently I was like scrolling through my phone and looking at like highlights from the last world cup. And just like some of the things that we did together is just like amazing. Like you just, you take that for granted sometimes. Like mm. we just build that, connection and i think it's just great yeah she's unreal but i'm waiting for you to like just you know <laughs> prove that you're the number one <laughs> shooter from Trinidad and tobago um but moving on to collingwood mm-hmm. so you signed with the club you came over we had no idea like really who you were mm-hmm. like we, we played against you in new zealand or we saw mm-hmm. you we, i don't think we even played against no. you but we saw mm-hmm. you play um was that scary coming over not really knowing anyone or did you know a few of the players um so I knew of you guys, but yeah. like, not like personally. Yeah. And same with George, like, didn't really have like a relationship with George per se. Just like you know, you see them and just hi. Yeah. But that's about it. And I was just kind of like, well, this is like really new, like really really fresh. Yeah. Don't know what these guys are gonna be like. You know, just you know, you'd speak to you guys on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and it's all good. But sometimes you meet people and it's quite different. 100%. But I think like getting here, you guys are like really, really cool, very supportive. And I think that was so good. To, yeah. You know. oh, that's really nice. <laughs> She's talking about me to the team that are listening. <laughs> She's talking about me. Um, no, but one thing like, cause I wasn't, I didn't know who you were. And so like one, you instantly fit into the team. But what stood out to me is when we went on our army camp for oh, pre-season. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, like, I love those kind of things. I wasn't able to participate in a lot of it because mm-hmm. I was at a game the following day with footy. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone, everyone was a bit put me in cotton wool pretty much. <laughs> I was pretty, I hated it. I was embarrassed. <laughs> but it was kind of cool because I got to s- sit back in certain things and like watch the team mm-hmm. who stood up in certain moments when other players weren't doing um, well in certain things who would stand up. And for me, you just like won me over. Like <laughs> everything we did, like you, I remember like looking at you and I'm like, She's actually going to kill someone. <laughs> like you were just so fierce. Whatever we had to do, you would probably pick up like the heaviest thing. You took it for it. Like there was no complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, where half the time I complained jokingly just to get through <laughs> things like because I just try and make it funny. Where you were just so focused. And the thing that stood out for me was um, obviously everyone listening wasn't there. But we had this um, ring of death and it was in a sandpit and it was just a 1v1 and you had to pin your player down on the ground for three seconds. And it was pretty good. Everyone was really competitive. It lasted a while. Um, <laughs> where Khalifa's first competitor was Gabby. And Khalifa walked up and her <laughs> face, like the expression on her face, like honestly was a killer. Like I was like, she's definitely killed someone before. Oh like, And Gabby's face was like. She terror. Like she wanted out and if I was her, I would want out. And then the whistle was blown and you go forward. I don't even know. It was like you just fell on her 
And like it was over within three seconds. Oh goodness. Like I was just ready for war. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a war. All right. I want my team to win. Yeah. So just just do it. I'm gonna find the <laughs> footage. In. Yeah, I'm gonna find the footage. I'm sorry for everyone listening on the podcast, but the YouTube people watching, it's gonna be up because it was so good. And scary. And we were all like, no one even cheered you for, I reckon, a few seconds because we were all like, is Gabby alive? Like, we were just in so much See, shock. like, I love things like that. Like, I love a good challenge. Yeah. And I think that day was, like, a challenge in itself. Like, it was it was hard. But, um, you know, like, I just wanted to, to do it. Like, I just wanted to, to do more to, like, you know, it was, like, it took a lot of grit. Yeah, and I it think, was tough. Like, yeah, it was tough. You know, after you do one thing that is very hard, they come with something else that is even harder or equally, mm. you know? So I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, I just, I just, I really enjoyed it to be yeah, honest. I love it too. And it's something I don't know about other countries, but mm-hmm. it's something like, I think Australian netball has gone away from is those mm-hmm. hard physical camps because mm-hmm. I guess you worry about injuries, you worry about different environments and all like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I reckon it brought our team close yeah, together so because too. it, we, took us out of our comfort zone and we've yeah. like we've got memories that things like you <laughs> tackling Gabby is something like I will never forget and will laugh yeah. about um forever it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen but yeah for me I think they're 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 really important for yeah. groups yeah absolutely I yeah. agree with that yeah. and as you said like I think that was the moment where you know the team kind of came together yeah you know like you got to see everyone like in that, in that yeah <laughs> <laughs> in that place and we finished as a team like there was nobody behind nobody struggling like everybody was just like pulling each other along and i think that was so so good to see and experience yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and then we come to your debut with the club so oh, yeah <laughs> it was just happened this saturday how did you feel um so i i remember going into the bathroom so I'm quite a religious person, you know, so yeah. I went into the bathroom and I was like saying a prayer and then I started crying. I'm like, this is a moment, guys, <laughs> you know, and I was like really, really crying because like not that I was nervous or anything, but it was like, this is like actually happening. Like this is this is a, a moment for me. Yeah. Like, this is big for me. And then I was like, you know, um, you have so much support home and I was just feeling like loved and, you know, just just in a, a safe place. Yeah. And um, I went out there like when I got my opportunity and I was like, you know, you've been training hard. Like, don't worry about it. Just just do what you know you could do. And yeah, just just did it. <laughs> yeah. I was like happy that I scored my first shot. And then right after that, I got the super shot. So I was like, yeah, just come on, let's do this. The super <laughs> shot was unreal. Another thing I'm going to put on the YouTube because your reaction and I think having a goal attack or a goal shooter that mm-hmm. is that passionate and like mm-hmm. I guess this is one thing I struggle with with netball right mm-hmm. is we don't celebrate goals mm-hmm. where being an AFLW player every goal is celebrated and I know mm-hmm. we celebrate footy goals because they don't happen like as often as netball mm-hmm. do but like getting a goal is massive yeah it is. and if you don't get goals you don't <laughs> win games so <laughs> like the celebration after that two-point shot and I think that's what the two-point shot brings in mm-hmm. is like everyone gets yeah. so pumped up yeah. To see you do like the double <laughs> fist pump, like I was like, this girl is ready to play. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, and I don't. I reckon a lot of us missed it, but watching it on the highlights um, this morning before training, I was like, <laughs> everyone look at this because this is how we should play. Yeah, like somebody messaged me and they were like, that was so poor reason for them. They were like, they're not accustomed watching that ball, but they saw that highlight and they were like, yeah, like, wow, like 
that got them going. Yeah, it got like, me going. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, yeah, like, you should watch Neville more often. You'll see more of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, like, just celebrate any good things is, like, really, really important. Somebody I see do it all the time is um, Kamwanda. Yeah. Like, she just, like, screams behind yeah, her teeth. Like, clapping like, the yeah. hands. Yeah. And that just, like, gets everybody pumped. Yeah. And I think that's super important for, like, a team. Yeah. Well, if you can keep doing that, that, that would be <laughs> really appreciated. <laughs> Now, I've had a lot of um, people um, ask me questions about you because this week we did the Black <laughs> and White show and you talked about your game day superstition <laughs> and how you wear the same socks mm-hmm. every game. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this is throughout the season, not just every game. So, like, training today, I had those socks on. All right, we just, got, <laughs> we just went to a whole nother level. All right, hold up. So yeah. you have one pair of socks mm-hmm. that you train with just on court, right? Yeah. So yeah. not the gym days? No, not the gym days. Okay, yeah. so we're on court three. Mm-hmm. Three sessions a week plus the game. Yeah. With the same socks. With the same socks. And they have to last all year. All year. Okay, a few of the <laughs> questions I got. Do you, and this is going to blow their mind more because they didn't realise it was just training. <laughs> Do you throw the socks out at the end of the year? No, I keep them. Yeah, so I have this one pair of socks that, you know, like I had for a year and it has like a hole in it. And I still have it at home. Like, hopefully my mom hasn't thrown it out or anything, but I still have it. Mom, I know you're <laughs> listening to this. Go into her room and throw those socks out. <laughs> yeah, so I keep them. Like, I keep them for, like, good memories and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't, they don't turn into the following year. Like, you start with a new pair. Yeah, start with a new pair. And and did this <laughs> new pair start from game one or has it been all preseason? Um, all preseason. So what I do, I'll wear it through, like, training sessions yeah. and then I'll wash it ready for game one and then hit and then the ground because mm-hmm. like i would say okay well you've got to wash them a lot but you don't wash them no i don't so this morning i got and to you think they in. smell like popcorn this yeah, is where it does no, not see, smell like popcorn i think they do i do feel you like air them out? no i don't i just like roll them fold them and stick them in a shoe <laughs> listen it's more like butter popcorn to me you know, like the one you put in the microwave and... I'm going to make you popcorn and get your <laughs> socks out and I'm not going to smell them, but I'll be like, this is the difference. You know what? If I blindfold you and I put them on the table, you would never know the difference. We're going to film that. It's going to happen. But... <laughs> I will definitely know the difference. And normally, normally I do white socks, but this year I couldn't get white socks, so I just went with black ones. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to training this morning and they were like really crusty at the... <laughs> They're like really hard, so I kind of had to like do crusty, <laughs> crusty, and popcorn do not go in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so I, I like kind of like dust them off. I like slip them on. I was ready to go. <laughs> okay. Do you do this with any other item of clothing? No, just. <laughs> do you wash your dress? Yes, I do. Oh god. <laughs> so it's just the socks. Just the, just socks. the socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that like i was not expecting that that we just went to a whole nother level i can't wait to tell the team that the same socks are worn yeah. ev- all the time i'm gonna just buy you like random socks and just like replace them no way <laughs> and how does jody feel about this because you obviously live with jody does she ever complain about sneaky socks no they don't because they didn't know so like when katie ann heard the interview she was like you better not bring those socks in the house. Yeah. And I was like, well, they've been here. so, <laughs> <laughs> And I've worn them for about this many weeks. Exactly. You just didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, so Katie Ann is, um, we're talking about the Vixens goalkeeper. So Khalifa lives with Katie Ann and Jodie Ann from yep. our team. How's that going living with two Jamaicans? Um, it's great. I think like we respect each other's space. 
but then like you know sometimes we come together and we'll watch like tv and have a meal so we have dinner together and we do yeah. everything else you know just by yeah. ourselves do you take turns cooking or is there a chef in the house yeah so um jordi and i take turns cooking um now that she's doing so like you're feeding a vixen and she's not even cooking no katie ann lift, lift girl lift <laughs> listen <laughs> i think we need to continue that way because katie can't cook <laughs> last night katie like we were making dumplings and you know like i saw the dumplings boiling and they were looking fine i went to my room took a nap got up smelling something and it was like something was smelling good so i was like what's going on went outside the entire pot was black the dumplings were burnt and i'm like oh my goodness katie burnt the dumplings and so, like the water <laughs> evaporated yes and it was no how long was that going for <laughs> i hope your landlord's not listening to this it was like Keep no that girl out of the kitchen <laughs> no water in the pot the pot was like black the dumplings were black and like we only got like three dumplings out of the lot like she made about 12 we got three out of it <laughs> it wasn't like the entire dumpling she had to like cut pieces of it off so i'm like you know what katie you stay out of the kitchen jody and i would would handle things <laughs> oh my goodness kate maloney you're the captain you play can you please teach um katie how to cook my girls need to eat <laughs> Un- unbelievable <laughs> but you are loving it with them yeah absolutely I and think do they both just sleep um not as much as i do i think like oh so you do sleep i just like to rest sometimes i'm not sleeping because like i could hear them it's yeah. callie sleeping it's callie and i'm like you know what let them think i'm sleeping yeah. <laughs> i'm just in bed just relaxing just chilling yeah, yeah. <laughs> and are you liking melbourne yeah i do like it i think like everything is just, like quite accessible so um where we live it's just easy to like hop on a tram and just get to the city and just explore. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So when you retire, mm-hmm. you have, you've talked to me about joining mm-hmm. the MMA or do it recreational, but you're, yes. you're that fierce. You could join the MMA. So yeah. mixed martial arts. What yeah. is the, what's the go with that? From so, netball to mixed <laughs> martial arts, like it's a very big difference. Yeah, it is. So I started doing karate when I was four because, um, you know, I kind of used to get bullied as a youngster. So my mom said, you know what? Put her into to karate, let her learn to defend herself. And so I did. Um, <laughs> so, um, of course, karate. So your mom has brought a fierce side out of you. It Abs- wasn't New Zealand. Absolutely. Your mom put you in my karate. Mama, you know, I got Go it from mom. my mama. <laughs> so, yeah, um, started karate when I was four. And I just loved it. I, I loved, you know, like you have to do like cutters and stuff. But I love the fighting part of it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like... Uh, that was my favorite part of karate, I think. Like yeah, just not just the katas, because the katas is like more of a routine, hey. Yeah. Yeah. The fighting part. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like after a while, well, of course, like karate became too much. I was like, you know what? I'm like bored there. Um. And what, so what belt did you get up to? Brown. Yeah. Brown. Which is right before black. black. Yeah. So, um, you know, my parents were kind of like. No one take <laughs> us on because we'll throw Khalifa <laughs> right at you. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my parents were kind of like pushing for me to go get the black belt, but like I was just tired of karate. So I took a rest, um, jumped into um, Taekwondo. Um, so the Taekwondo like national coach saw me and she cool. was like, this this kid is good. Yeah. Um, so I like trained with the national team for a bit. Didn't, how old were you at this stage? Um, probably like 14, 15. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like Taekwondo as much because it's like not full contact when it comes to fighting. <laughs> you cracked so me up. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to hit anyone. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I had to fake it. <laughs> so I was like, this is not for me. I don't want yeah. to do this. Um, and then I saw Ronda Rousey on TV and I was like, I want to do that. I want to be her. <laughs> I want to do that. Um, but yeah. Um, so when I was in the UK, 
I went to the coach and I was like, could I, could I join? <laughs> and she was like, what? No, no, you can't do that. But um, yeah, like hopefully after netball, I could. I reckon we go to Risho. Yeah. I reckon we ask the question <laughs> because I reckon it's just going to help you game. Yeah, I, listen. You just take people out. <laughs> yeah, it could just be for recreation. It doesn't have to be like competitive, you know, like I think knowing myself, I might be like, yeah, I'm good at this. Let me, let me, <laughs> let yeah. me hop into a ring and see what happens. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I just love the physicality of it. Like I, I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> You're a freak and I love you. I actually reckon you should play AFLW. I'd be so excited to you see you tackle what? someone. Maybe I might try it. Yeah. I might just try it. Right, just we're just going to skip somebody. Richard and go straight to Jane and ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> no, but thank you, Khalifa, so much for joining me on Coffee with Braz. You're unreal. I've, I love having you in my team. You make me laugh. You make me excited to play netball again, the way you go about your business and the way you train. So thank you for being a part Thanks of the team. Thanks for having me, buddy. And th- thank you for teaching me um, the TikToks that I, I still can't do. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>